I'm Emily Hirsch, and this is the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Attention innovators, influencers, creators, and game-changing entrepreneurs, your internet domination begins right here. We are the powerhouse marketers that you've been looking for. You're already making waves in your industry, and we're here to help amplify those waves of change by creating a connection that cuts through the noise. We take everything you've built inside your zone of genius and find its audience. With killer strategy and laser eye for impact, we launch multi-million dollar campaigns and skyrocket your reach online. And now we are doing the unheard of. We're unveiling everything we've learned, taking you behind the scenes with the Hirsch Marketing Team and giving away the secrets to our clients' success. Stay tuned for top converting strategy, ROI reports, and insider knowledge that you won't find anywhere else. You're changing the world and we're the team to help. Hello, friends. How are you all today? I hope you are having a fabulous start to Q4. I can't believe, but also maybe it's a good thing that we're in the last quarter of 2020. Um, You know, honestly, all things said, it hasn't been that. It's been an interesting year, but it hasn't been that bad. For me, at least, I'm very fortunate. But for a lot of people around me right now, too, like they're just doing really well and growing. And it's definitely pushed a, a lot of us, I think, to look at things differently and try new things or try things that you wouldn't have had to do before but nothing you know that's all that's all okay to do that you know so I don't know I can't believe that we're going into the holidays I feel like at least to me it feels like it was just the holidays and now we're going to be going into the holidays before we know it crazy I just came off of a really fun weekend and I hope you guys got time to to recharge and relax I I hung out with a, a new good friend um, who lives in Austin and it's funny she is somebody who I uh, have talked about actually on the podcast before and somebody who I look up to in their content and their business and just an amazing entrepreneur and now we're friends and like hiking and getting coffee together and it's just so weird when that happens when like the people that you're like oh like they're so cool and then they're just people and you hang out so it, that was really fun and we took our kids hiking lots of um, unplug time and time to recharge because we are in the middle of a launch here at Team Hirsch. So today I'm going to talk about what I see as the biggest roadblock, the biggest thing stopping people from seeing success with their marketing. And I would go as far as saying 90% of people, maybe even higher. I don't have an exact number because it's a very hard thing to actually measure, but almost everyone is struggling with this. And I see this from our clients that come to work with us. I see this from my students. I see this from people I have conversations with who are not a client or student of mine. And when I look at, you know, different marketing strategies, and it's that thing that's really just stopping people from breaking through, from getting that strategy that finally sells, that finally starts to take off, that finally starts to get momentum and not the hamster wheel of like a little bit of success backtrack, a little bit of success backtrack, which is what so many people experience. And I believe that part of the reason a lot of people in my space that I am surrounded by struggle with this is because most of us are like bootstrapped, you know, make it work entrepreneurs. And so there are critical components to a business that then 
sometimes get skipped over because you're having to do that because you're having to bootstrap and pull it together and do everything yourself in the beginning and make it work and just like piece things together and it's not really perfect and you don't necessarily have the funds or the time so many people even myself included like that was my that's my story where I had you know a newborn and I was trying to work and I was taking calls in the car and all of those things and so I think that when that happens you sometimes skip over critical pieces that that you have to go back to because then you're stuck and you're not going to see success. And so I also want to say this content is going to tie directly into the video that was released today, October 6th, um, video one in our ads like a boss video series. So if you haven't got access to that, you can go to marketingalwaysworks.com. Make sure you get access. The videos won't be up for very long, but we have a video releasing on the 6th, 8th, and the 13th and tons of bonus content tied into that. I have content action accelerators that go with each video. So there's like a, a resource that goes with the video so you can implement what I'm saying. I'm doing Q&A calls in a pop-up Facebook group. I have my team in there supporting in the Facebook group. So lots of fun stuff happening marketingalwaysworks.com make sure you get access to those videos while they are available they may never be available again and I actually mean that because I don't usually if I do a video series again in the future I do brand new so it would be not this content um so what I'm talking about today and the biggest roadblock in 90% of people's marketing see if you guys can guess see if you can guess if you know me is their messaging so The reason I was inspired to talk about this is two reasons. One, the first video in the video series talks through how to define your ideal customer avatar in a way that it relates to marketing. Because here's the problem and the mistake a lot of people make is they'll teach, they'll take maybe like a basic business course or they will know that they have to do this so they do it like briefly. But then they have this big gap and separation between the definition of their ideal customer and what that actually means for their marketing material. And what I mean by that is not just like your sales page, but your podcast titles, your videos that you do, your social media, your webinar title, your strategy itself in marketing, which we talk about in the second video. But there's this disconnect. And so I basically am, am helping people in this first video go out, talk to their ideal customer, with specific questions I give them, fill out this specific document, and then that ties into their marketing and is like a a phase two of defining your ideal customer. I was also inspired to talk about this because planning this launch, like so much of my time and, and my team's time has been around the messaging, has been brainstorming sessions around titles of things, around what we're going to teach, around tying the content so it's all cohesive together, around updating my webinar, around the sales page copy, around every like everything. So much of what we're doing is messaging. Of course, there's strategy, but I, I know launch strategy really well. And so we already had the foundational strategy. But from so I launched live about a year ago doing the same format of a video series. And the difference between a year to now is all like all the upgrades are messaging are now me taking, okay, we've had a couple hundred people go through Ignite, taking the feedback. I will go, for example, I will go and I'm planning um, a training and I go in Ignite. I look at all the support calls. I read all the questions and I'm like, where's the theme? What are people asking? Where is that happening? Okay, now let me take that and create my content with it. 
So I feel like people treat sometimes messaging as like a one and done thing. Like, okay, I I define my ideal customer. I know who I'm targeting. I think I got it specific enough, but you probably really didn't. Now I'm going to move on to the marketing and I'm going to focus on the strategy and that's great and you need to do that. But then when it comes time to like choosing webinar titles, writing emails, writing social media, writing Facebook ads, creating strategies in the future that you might need to change, I think people get in this templated place where they're just doing it to cross it off a box. And I want to everyone to stop doing that because I think that you should question why like why am I writing this email okay the goal is to get somebody to feel this way to take this action to understand this point to feel this pain to acknowledge this whatever that goal is and then that's why you're writing the email or why am I posting on social media three or four times a week like really why are you and I and I have to I talk about this with my marketing team often because I'm like I do not want our social media to feel like we are just crossing boxes off and like, okay, we do a quote, we do this post, we do this post, do, 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 like every week the same thing. We have to adapt to our market. We have to adapt to what what they need right now, what they are saying to us, the feedback we're getting. And then if our post doesn't have a purpose, I'd rather not post. And so everything, like we have to come back to messaging consistently and go deeper with it. And the reason why you constantly have an opportunity to go deeper with it is you're constantly getting feedback. So you're constantly getting feedback, whether it's like I was talking about inside of your course or inside of your service where clients or customers are actually talking and and having discussions and using language and you can review that and look at the questions being asked and where there might be gaps or where they still need help or what they're attracted to. You can review webinar chats that you have when you do a live webinar. Okay, what are people saying? What are the questions they're asking? What did you miss in your content? Where, Where did you leave a gap or a hole? Where did you leave people feeling overwhelmed? You can go back every single time you do a webinar and there's room to update it with that type of content you can look at what are the questions people are asking on your sales page or about your sales page or about your product that you sell how do you then take that and update the information on your sales page what are the objections people have to buying I will so frequently meet with Andra on my team who does our sales calls because I want constant updates about those conversations what are people saying when they come in to us like to to apply you know what state is other business are they at what are they attracted to you know are they the ideal client and if not where in my marketing did I mess up and attract maybe not the right client in some cases or if they are the right client how do I do more of that what do those conversations look like what are where are people hesitant on the calls where are they like a hell yes on the calls so I'm constantly getting feedback and then I'm taking that feedback and I use it for all of our marketing. And this is where I'm so against templated marketing because I think it doesn't allow you that. It's like, I want you guys to kind of practice taking a step back, taking a deep breath and questioning, did I go deep enough on whatever that is? In this case, your ideal customer. Like we're not just defining your ideal customers. You can cross it off and never do it again. That's not the point of it. We're defining your ideal customer and then we're continually refining it and going deeper. And what do I mean? I don't mean by like that should change. So if you're targeting moms, 
like then in a year from now that's going to change. No, what you're going deeper with is their objections to buying from you, their fears, their current state where they're at right now, their biggest frustrations, where they're uncomfortable or afraid in their day-to-day where they have maybe already hired help for the problem you solve and are not satisfied with it and you need to figure out why. All of those things that are things that you're constantly getting feedback, whether it's responses to your emails, Facebook group engagement, actual direct conversations with your students or clients, whatever, however you get feedback, comments on your social media, DMs, You need to constantly take that, refine your ideal customer, and then don't just stop there, implement that in your marketing. And so with our launch, how we decided everything, and if you participate in this, I think you're going to see the cohesiveness. I think it's way better than last year, and last year was so good. People were like, oh my gosh, there's so much value in this. I I would have paid to be a part of this because of the value I, I bring, and we are doing that here as well. But I think we took it to the next level with like, okay, what does video number one need to be? What does video number two, three? And then we're doing a live training after that. And we took that to the next level because we were so obsessed with the messaging. I brought in Andra on my team who does sales. I talked to the Ignite Success Coach who does the weekly support calls. I personally went and analyzed a bunch of things. I talked to my marketing team, the the Facebook ads manager who runs my ads, like all of us collaborated and most of the conversation, yes, of course, there's conversation around strategy, what ads we're going to run, the dates, the budget, the goals, all of that. But there's a lot of conversation around messaging and positioning because that is everything. If you can't get that right, it doesn't matter if you have the best strategy. It doesn't matter if you are consistent with your social media, if you have emails, if you do it all right, but you miss the messaging, you will be hitting a roadblock. And that's where so many people are right now. And then I talk to when I will go to a sales page, for example. So here's an example. In the last month inside of Ignite, I did two different sales page reviews for people. They asked me to do a Loom video, look at their sales page, and I did. Both times, almost all the feedback I had for them was around messaging. Sentences that were confusing, paragraphs that didn't go deep enough. I wasn't clear what the problem that you solved. You didn't convince me to buy necessarily from, you know, certain statements. It was too not not concise, not clear, not hitting pain points. And so all the suggestions I had was around messaging. They update that and their conversions go up. And messaging is everywhere. Messaging is in your ad copy, your headlines, your landing page, your webinar itself, your product page itself, your sales page, your emails, your social media, your podcast titles, your video titles, the content you actually put out there. Like I am very, you guys maybe don't see it necessarily because it happens so much behind the scenes, but I'm so intentional with the content I put out there. And I I would never put out here... For example, you probably notice here on the podcast, I don't put like very beginner basic Facebook ad content. Like I won't say, you know, here is how to to run a like campaign or here's how to, you know, set up a Facebook ad. I'm talking very much strategy. It doesn't mean that I don't want someone who's at a basic level for Facebook ads because they're perfect for Ignite if they, you know, need that support. But I know my customer is already convinced that Facebook ads are something they need. 
So my content is not here to be like why Facebook ads are awesome. My content is here to show you how to take your Facebook ads to the next level no matter where you are today. And so I'm intentional with all of the content we put out, my podcast, which my podcast drives my social media and a lot of our emails, but all of that content is intentional. It's also often created from conversations I have with people. I don't just sit here and go like, this is what I feel like talking about today. Of course, I do feel like talking about it. Otherwise, I wouldn't be doing very good podcast episodes. But a huge percentage of my podcasts come from inspiration of either conversations I had with students, conversations I had with clients, or back end when I'm on a team meeting and I'm hearing about client scenarios and I get podcast ideas. Or when I'm at an event, that's another time I get a ton of ideas and I have conversations with people and I think and I realize, oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that problem that everybody's experiencing with marketing. I'm going to do a podcast on it. And so I'm constantly intentional with the content I create and the messaging I put out and the way I attract people because you have to be. And there's also constantly room for me to improve. I could have just taken last year's videos, that script, you know, that content, that layout, changed a few things and rerun it. But we overhauled everything. Because in a year, are you kidding? I've gotten so much feedback. I've had a year ago, just over a year ago when I first launched Ignite, I mean, we had zero students in there. Now we've had over 200 and I have so much more feedback. We do calls around Ignite students now. Like I have Andra's feedback on it. And so if I would have just done that and been like, okay, cross it off. I got the videos. Let's take those emails and update them just a little bit and, and you know, barely update the webinar. I would have been massively missing the mark. And so instead we spent hours going over and myself like the, con- I'm like, oh my God, those scripts, the scripts to the video series took me literally 10 hours probably or more to finish the content in them. And then there's content upgrades to every single one. So if you're not in there, just at least go in there and tell me if you like it or not, <laughs> because I put so much into it, but I spent hours into updating that content versus just taking last year's, checking things off a to-do list and doing it because I thought I had to. And I think that's where people fall into a trap is they marketing is overwhelming. And so I don't blame you for falling into that trap because marketing is so overwhelming that at some point we have to be like, oh my gosh, there's all these moving parts, all these pieces to this launch. Like I've got to template it somehow or I've got to just cross it off. But question why you're doing everything. Like what is the purpose of that email? What is the purpose of that social media post? What is the purpose of that webinar? How do you want people to feel when they read it or experience it or hear it? And does that line up with the objections and the fears and the frustration that your ideal customer feels? And do you know that? And can you go deeper with that? So that's what I'm helping people do in video number one of the video series. So if you haven't come, come play with me in the Facebook group. I'll be doing bonus Q&As after each video to answer your unique questions. And then, like I said, there's so much content resources. We actually have a challenge with video one where somebody actually goes and talks to an ideal customer and I give you guys interview questions to ask and then a whole template to fill out um, to actually put in the information that they said so you can then go use it for your marketing. I don't know if you guys remember, like, I don't know, maybe it was four or five months ago, I did a bunch of avatar interviews. And so I took that process that I was doing um, and then how I took that and related it into my marketing material. And that's a lot of video number one. So marketingalwaysworks.com if you want to tune into that. Thanks so much for listening today, guys. And I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. 
go behind the scenes of multi-million dollar ad campaigns and strategies, dive deep into the Hirsch process, and listen to our most popular episodes over at hirschmarketingunderground.com. If you loved this episode of the podcast, do me a favor and head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives with this content. That's all for now, and I'll catch you next time.